Last time on Cursebreaker. After meeting the skeletal king Mumble Dundas, our heroes committed themselves to cleansing a curse that held his people captive in undeath. They braved the tunnels, tolerated an egocentric spider person, and found themselves at the heart of the mountain facing down a cursed crystal. They fought hard and won. But just before the dust settled, Bert was struck by a powerful curse which we made him expel so that I, the great and powerful genie, could eat it. Before we begin today, Uli, mm-hmm. when you were younger, um, maybe 13, 14 years old, you were sometimes in charge of watching after your little sisters. You had two younger sisters, and their names were uh, Ilya and Viri, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a, uh, a specific day uh, where you ran into a bad situation, and um, Living where you were, bad situations weren't all that uncommon. So when you needed your younger siblings to listen to you, you devised a a hand signal that meant bad situation, or it meant do as I say. What did that hand signal look like? Um, uh, No, it was not the hand drive. (laughs) No, I, I feel like it would be like I would gesture at my ear. A little bit like with a loop or something yeah like stop and listen oh sure like don't make a noise yeah yeah there's something happening okay well there was one day you had uh 10 silver pieces on you and you were supposed to go into town and uh, uh get as much coal as you could your your two younger sisters were with you at the time um as you're crossing by a path that you've uh, gone down a hundred thousand times you see a, uh, a wagon, uh, you think might be a merchant, uh, except one of the wheels is knocked off of their wagon, and the wagon is sitting kind of tilted uh, in the pathway. And he's standing right in front of the wagon with both hands on his head, just doing this kind of, ah, geez, what do I do now, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to roll a perception check. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it is. Uli loses an eye (laughs) in the flashback. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so you you fall uh, face down in the dirt. Uh, Your foot caught a uh, a mud rut, and uh, you fell over in the path, and you are covered in mud. Both of your sisters are laughing at you, and um, they're starting to walk ahead of you a little bit. No, get get back here. And they, uh, they stop and look at you, but they don't come to you immediately. Get over here. And uh, from your new perspective on the ground in the mud, as you're lifting yourself up, you can see in the woods on either side of the path, there are two darkly dressed people waiting in the wings. Now that you're on the ground, you can see their feet in the little brush. And uh, the man by the wagon is saying, ah, yeah, you think you could help me? You look pretty strong. Uh, no, uh, mom told us not to talk to strangers. Ilya. Ilya says, I'm strong. Mm-mm. And she uh, walks towards the wagon. Get, no. Where do you need me? And no. he says, um, yeah, just uh, stand over here. Very, very. Very looks at you. 
I make the ear signal. Okay. Um, she looks up at, uh, at Ilya, but Ilya isn't looking towards you guys. She's looking at how to get a grip on this wagon so she can help lift it. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of the mud <laughs> and I guess I'll approach and uh, I will put Viri behind me. Yeah. Viri actually stayed where she was. She didn't come any closer to the wagon after you gave that signal, Okay. but she's looking at Ilya and she's refusing to leave without her. Well, yeah. I mean, it's our sister. Yeah. Um, can I grab Ilya's wrist? Hey, what's the big rush? I just need a little help and then I'll be on my way. Uh, no, we, we have to be going right now. Ilya says, what, you think I'm not strong enough for this? Yeah, no, I don't. She uh, eyes the wagon once again and says, I could probably do this. Ilya, look at me right now. You look at me and she flexes. Is she looking at me? <laughs> yeah, she's looking at okay, you. Okay, I'll do the the ear thing. She goes, yeah, actually, I did hurt my shoulder the other day i I guess not i'm sorry when she walks away a little bit right okay well see ya we have to go now good luck i guess you feel a hand on the back of your neck pushing you towards the mud as your two sisters kind of back off can i kind of like turn my head and peek up yeah okay yeah you can see the guy he's uh he's got his hand on the back of your neck and he's got his other hand in his robes reaching for a dagger or a weapon or something and you can see him look up towards the the brush on either side of the road and he starts nodding and making gestures at people out there am I like being restrained I'm just like pushed down yeah you're being kind of like yeah pushed into the ground or or sort of uh, held there okay um I'll make another gesture mm-hmm. to my sisters mm-hmm. that means fight dirty mm-hmm which means go for the shins and the balls and stuff. Okay. You roll for you and your sisters. Give okay. me three D20. Okay. Do we add anything? Nope, just give me your straight rolls. Okay, well, I got a 14. Okay. Ilya got a 13. Okay. And Viri got a one. Okay. And that's how Viri died, Maggie. No, Viri, we all <laughs> met Viri. <laughs> She's all alive. Oh, right. <laughs> all right. So a uh, a hell of a scuffle breaks out. Um, what you trounce the guy who pinned you? What do you do to him? Um, so he's got his hand on the back of my neck. Yep. I grab it mm-hmm. and like sweep his legs. Okay. Um, and kind of try and flip him over me. You manage to flip him over into sort of a muddy rain puddle, and uh, he goes down with a giant splash, and now you've kind of got a foot on his chest, and you're standing. Yes. Um, you look up and see uh, Ilya is also uh, succeeding handily against the person to the right of the path. Uh, she actually dove into the woods and dragged him out uh, into the path and cool. sort of threw him on the dirt and is just continually kicking him um, as he's uh, rolling away from her. Um Viri, however, gets grappled by the other person, who's a formidable uh, silhouette. It's a pretty big guy. And she's like an eight-year-old. Yeah, and so she doesn't have much to do, and so uh, she has no options, really. So what she does is she headbutts him again and again, and she just smashes her head into him until she starts to get a little woozy at the same time that the other guy does. Okay. And they both just sort of collapse. (laughs) Okay. You need to invest that 10 silver and become a millionaire. I'd like to search their pockets, though. You find nothing of value in their pockets. You find, like, tobacco and Tinder and, like, boring stuff. Okay. Uh, But you find uh, one of the men had a uh, sort of dainty silver bracelet that they probably stole from somebody else. That is mine now. I put it on. Mm -hmm. And then I pick up Viri and give her a piggyback ride okay she's like barely conscious um Mm -hmm. yeah but uh when you take her into town she she rallies and the three of you end up being okay i'm keeping a strong hold on Ilya's 
scruff. Yeah. I've got okay. the back of her shirt. Sure. So she doesn't <laughs> she get away again. Off, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, I think that's the scene, actually. Okay. Um, so we'll dive right back into where we are. Um, so you guys are in... Uh, Inside the Hedge Mountain, uh, in the chamber of Mumble Dundas, the former uh, king of the mountain, um, there's a giant stone table on which was a note uh, that he wrote his kind of goodbyes to you and said that you could take whatever you want from the vault. He also left the key and a bone fragment for Tibio. Loop, loop, looped. Yeah, let's get some of that dungeon treasure. So I think I took the key. Yeah. I'm so excited for this gift that Mumble Dundas left us, even though it is very sad that he is gone now. Well, I mean, he was already dead, but and, yes. And he will live on through my people, because we will me- remember his sacrifice. And you're, like, pointing with your finger. I've got finger. the finger. Oh, are you, are you, is it attached yet? I think I, I don't want to, like, wear it right away. I think I want to just, like, have it on my person for a while. Okay. You don't want to wear it out? No, I don't want to <laughs> wear it right away. <laughs> so I, I put it in, like, a little breast pocket of my shirt, my gnome shirt, not my skeleton shirt. <laughs> and a skeleton uh, wearing a shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's wearing, like, a robe. Just no shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never get service. <laughs> I... Scamper off to the treasure room. Holly's going to follow right behind. You know, now that I feel like it's not cursed anymore, I definitely want to see this treasure room. Yeah. No, we must be wary. Be careful. <laughs> Snack, where did you come from? <laughs> I was here the whole time. I was just, you run very fast. The, well, I mean, we took care of the, the bad guys, Yes, right? but uh, if my memory serves correctly, these are the places that vampires live. No. Yes, last time I was in, a, there was a locked door just like this, and a vampire came out. We must be very wary. Since when are you the careful one, Mr. Snack? Mm. Snack, there are no vampires here. This was only cursed skeletons. We only get one bad guy at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. Okay. I'll stand back with you. You gotta tell me that vampire story sometime, though. Of course. It's quite a tale. Uh, I unlock the door. Okay. Um, so the door is like a huge stone disc. So you, you slowly shift the, la- the large stone disc out of the way. Tibio's like Tomb Raider now. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I've got my booty shorts on my skeleton. And two guns strapped to your skeleton And I make the bones do the pointy boobs. You can just see a sliver of light spilling into the next room. And for a second, you see hundreds of dwarves standing shoulder to shoulder smiling up at you Uh, when you open the door just a little bit more they all disappear in an instant and the floor is covered with bone fragments mixed with silver coins and destroyed objects it seems almost nothing of artistic value survived the rampaging skeletons that lived here well that was odd did everyone else see the Mm. looked like i saw some dwarves i think their spirits were released when we opened the door Oh, I thought that was just Bert farting. <laughs> well, when I fart, you'll know about it. Oh, oh boy. Well, so, there's not much left here, and Holly's going to kick a little bit of the bones and dust with her foot. Yeah, you can see, uh, for the most part, just about everything was destroyed in here, except for things that can't be destroyed. Magical items. Bones. Yeah. <laughs> so Snack pulls out of his lamp a... Um, oh, that's how. Uh, a stick that has oh, yeah. two prongs. When you it. pull things out of your um, out of your pack, 
Snack, what do you do? Do you reach in there and kind of like feel around for it? Snack will, um, he, he doesn't take it out of his cloak, so but his pockets are too big, so he kind of like dances around on one foot trying to get leverage to reach in and like rummage around in the lamp. When you hold the dowsing rod, it, it points toward uh, just some rubble on the ground in a very specific spot. Mm, I smack the dowsing rod on the ground a couple times. It's not working. It, it seems to go back to that same spot. Mm, maybe try digging. All right. I, yeah, I scamper over there and kind of like rummage around on. Like yeah. scraping all of the rubble between his legs yes. like a dog. Yeah, okay. Uh, eventually you uncover a, a small uh, silver rod that is slightly tapered in one direction. Uh, and it's got a lot of like runic inscriptions surrounding it. Um, does Bert see me find this? I think everybody's kind of watching whoever's moving right now. Ooh, a rod upgrade. No, I... Mm, yes, yes, we found a rod. Is it cursed, Bert? I'd love to tell you, but I don't have any spell slots left. <laughs> you know how it is. I'll take my chances. Too tired to cast that spell. Could I, like, do an arcana check or something? On the thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So while everyone else is doing whatever they're doing... Tibio is completely and utterly distracted by 14. the plethora of bones on the ground and is magically sorting them into their piles of who they belong to oh God. to give them a little semblance of a burial. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult and meticulous work, but you, if anyone's able to do it, you are. It's like, it's like putting back together sheets of paper that have been put through a shredder. <laughs> 14 uh, for your investigate or your arcana check. Yeah, uh, I just like snatch it out of his hand and I'm like, yeah. huh. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't get cursed by grabbing it, so I'm probably not cursed, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's probably not, not cursed. Excellent. There you go. This is quite a boon. <laughs> yeah, we might have some people in Tildry that can, uh, you know, tell you more about it. This place was man-made, right? So there's no yeah. natural materials in here or anything to... Right. Okay. Yeah, she was sort of... But also, like, always looking for, like, clothing items that might have been left behind by sure. these people. So, so m- most of the clothing... And it seems like there were some suits of armor here that have been completely destroyed. Um, and, like, any cloth here has been ripped to shreds. But there is something that they weren't able to destroy. Uh, Holly, you uh, move a small canvas to find a uh, nearly unharmed stack of silver bars. There's a hundred of them. Wow. They weigh 20 pounds each. <laughs> oh, my God. Your, your uh, mercantile knowledge uh, leaves you to easily calculate that this stack is worth 10,000 gold pieces. Oh, boy, howdy. Guys, check out this cash I found over here. Holy moly. Should we take it? Um, Dole yeah. it out? Can we take it? It's so, it's a hundred bars at twenty pounds each. I um, can carry like probably probably one. <laughs> I can carry uh, one in my pack of holding to the max weight is thirty. I mean, no one else is, probably knows about this place. We gotta make sure Emery doesn't come back for it. Well, he's right here. <laughs> is Emery conscious? Emery is in and out of consciousness. Okay. Um, we have the key. That's true. We have the only key. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. Let's just take one each. Is Emery on your back or at the like entrance of the vault or what? No, he's. I have him like a backpack. Okay. I'd rather have the silver bars. <laughs> just leave Emery locked in the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's well, one more skeleton? <laughs> I'm gonna cast detect magic, ritually. Ah yes. Because it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have it prepped. All right. <clears throat> to How be much a... is one silver bar worth? Sorry. A uh, hundred gold. Okay. Cool. So I'll take one. Tibio, how do you ritual cast Detect Magic? Uh, my skeleton sits cross-legged on the floor, mm-hmm. and 
I sit cross-legged in the skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) And the skeleton's arms go above my head Mm. in a circle, like a ballerina. Mm -hmm. And cast my sense of magic that is very internal and very personal. And I push it out into the room that I'm in. Mm. You see, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five hits in your detect magic. One uh, Mm -hmm. snack uh, has just stowed. It was definitely a magic item. Another uh, is your bone fragment um, that actually looks like it's taken on a new magic potency. Uh, And there are three other things that you notice and can point to in this room. One, a pair of gloves um, that have been kind of stashed away, um, just cloth, uh, simple gloves. Um, Another, an unbroken mirror, which is pretty out of place in a room that's been otherwise destroyed. And uh, the last one is a silvery orb that's also very reflective. So I stand up, and I've looked around and kind of picked out around the room where these objects are. And I ask my friends to kind of like help me gather them. And I ask, um, Uli, can you, uh, the mirror over there, I I think it has some sort of magic. I don't think it's dangerous necessarily, but could you take that? And then there's, there's gloves. Holly, I think there are some gloves that you might know something about. Okay. I love clothes. (laughs) (laughs) We know. Holly skips over to the gloves. I go pick up the mirror, which is very small in my big hands. And I go grab the orb. So on on the mirror, Uli, it's a pretty simple thing, uh, just like made of like silver material, probably actually solid silver given the bars here. On the back of the mirror, somebody has scratched the words, uh, what if? What if? Hmm. Holly, uh, the gloves you picked up, um, when you're looking at them, it's almost like watching like passing clouds or something. There's something about the material, about the texture of these things that keeps changing. Mm. And uh, the ball, the orb, you want to throw that thing <laughs> real bad. I want to throw it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that wants to be thrown um, at people to do harm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, depending on what you guys want to do now in terms of direction and, and pacing, you can either like attune to these and figure them out, or you can continue uh, leaving this area. I don't know what feels right to you. I feel like we need to get back. I'm I'm worried about Emery. We need to... I don't place. think we should linger We've either. We've been here. <laughs> Bert, still are sick. you okay? Yeah. Bert, uh, Holly, like, pats yeah. me on the back. Uh, still Bert cups out, cups. choking up. Moss. Still choking up some of that curse. <laughs> uh, we've been here long enough. Are there any, um, like, books or scrolls either in the vault or... Like the throne room. I'm looking for like history of this place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the throne room, there were still some tomes. Uh, and here, there were books and scrolls, but they've just been tattered. And it, it kind of brings a tear to your eye to see all that lost knowledge. Okay. I'm going to take some of the books with me. Okay. Yeah. So the bottle respite in the new book for the lamp doesn't specify like a weight limit. It just gives a size. Okay. So I don't know what you think. What's the size limit? It's 20 by 20 feet inside yeah. there. So. You can take them. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So we'll say that, Snack, do you want to put the 100 bars? I am trying to put all in, and I get too tired at about like 30. Okay. And then I'm like, <laughs> kind of like dragging them and slipping on bones and stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want me to help, I... Yes. Um, Snack, I assume you also store the white lotus in your lamp. Is that correct? Yes. 
something happened when you first came in here to put the first silver bar in there. Where was it? Sitting on a pillow on a shelf? Uh, I was at on an end table in the like the pillow couch room. Okay, perfect. Uh, the white lotus has actually sprouted so many petals that the vines burst from it and grew into that end table, and now it has become a permanent fixture in this room. The white lotus has a couple hundred petals on it. Cool. You think it might have had something to do with those dwarf spirits that you saw. Oh, we did release their spirits. You made so them the, happy. And the white lotus is like good things that he's done. Right? Whenever you make somebody happy, it grows a petal. Aww. <laughs> I hop out of the lamp. Tibio, look. Look in the lamp. Look what I have done. And I'm, I'm like trying to show Tibio through like the opening in the lamp and he can't see anything actually. But. I like put my eye, I put my eye up to it. And I'm yeah. Like, Don't you see? Like, it's just a, it's just a lamp. I can't see in it. Ah. The white tree. Uh, mm. The white tree? I'll show I thought you... you had a flower. I'll show you later when I am stronger. Someday. Okay. Uh, Uli Emery is starting to wake up on your back. Um, you can just feel his like hot breath and he's sometimes coughing on uh, you. Right on my neck. Yeah. He says, Not a word. I need water. Can we get out of here? Yeah, that was the plan. Does anyone have like a canteen or a water skin or something? Yes, yeah. we all do. We literally yeah. all do. We didn't buy food or rations, but we bought canteens. Yeah. No, we're eating moss, but we got canteens. <laughs> Holly um, unscrews hers, and she's like, it'd be my pleasure. And she just throws a bunch of water in his face. <laughs> 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 that good enough? He's not going to ask for a second round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all um, right, let's go. So Mumblehead instructed you to uh, access a narrow staircase uh, behind his throne. Um, and so you guys just kind of push it rap, 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 to one side. Um <laughs> And uh, you guys are able to uh, exit through a sort of a secret tunnel. Um, In general, uh, the rest of your travel uh, is not so difficult at all. Um, Getting out of the cave doesn't take very long. You find out that this isn't exactly a halfway point. It actually favors Tildry in a a big way. So you guys are more like three quarters of the way through your journey. Um, And you step out into a warm breezy day and the sunlight is kind of overwhelming for some of you more than others and in the great great distance you guys can see three hazy towers reaching far into the sky there's home just a little bit further finally do both of you live here most of the time Mm -hmm. yeah i'm from tildry do you have houses where we could clean up yeah oh yeah i got a place we're like covered in bullshit. Yeah. Just messy. Moss cave and crap, curse. Curse and moss and bone dust and nonsense. Yeah, you guys, we should be able to squeeze into my place. Cool. Um, should we make camp soon, though? Probably. You guys still actually have a little bit left to this day okay. where you can make some distance. Maybe not make it to Tildry, but uh, still get close. So the first thing you see as you're approaching Tildry and leaving the Hedge Mountain uh, is a, a convoy, a wagon convoy that's heading the opposite way. So they're passing by you. And uh, as they do, every single one of them turns their head to look at your group. Every single one of them, from the driver to the person sitting next to the driver to the mercenaries that are walking alongside the wagon, they all turn to look at your group, except a lot of you feel like they're not looking at you. They're looking at Bert. At the back of the convoy is a woman uh, wearing a long dress, and then she's got this sort of lacy shawl uh, around her shoulders. And then when she sees Bert, uh, you can see her breathe out this heavy breath, and she stops dead in her tracks, 
and just watches your group pass by as her wagon convoy continues on ahead of her without her. Bert, what do you do? Um, I don't think I noticed the first, like, the passing wagon or whatever, but uh, I'm sure I noticed this person, and I'm trying not to make eye contact. Do you know that woman? Uh, I don't think so. Is she is she looking at me? She's looking at you. All of these people are looking yeah, at every you. Yeah, time, every time you look back to check, she's still staring at Bert. Yeah, Bert, I'm weird. a little afraid. Should we talk to her? Uh, hmm. Snack uh, is unsheathing his uh, sick-looking dagger. <laughs> Snack, no, put that away. Yeah. Let's just uh, keep moving. Uh, as, as you kind of turn away from her uh, for, for the final time, uh, you see her reach up to her shoulder and grabs that lacy shawl, and then she holds it up and leaves it to the wind, and Bert, it drapes over your face and then flies away. What the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Wow, I can't believe this it. Is- this is some old Scottish bullshit. <laughs> and then uh, you see her like cross one hand uh, over her heart and uh, she like shakes her head no and then she uh, runs back to catch up with her convoy. Yeah, you better run. <laughs> Maybe she just didn't like that shawl. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Before we get into town, there's probably something I need to tell you. Uh, you know how twice now I've... Um, disappeared for no real reason yes and i was planning on asking about it but i never got the chance well uh it's no big deal really i'm just uh wanted for murder in tildry what What? (laughs) well i i didn't do it someone i know was murdered killed 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 dead killed dead Oh, no, Bert. I'm so sorry, but wait, did you kill them? No, I've been with you the entire time. <laughs> but you're wanted for murder. Have you ever considered killing one of us, Bert? Yeah, are we safe? That's not something I should did disclose. You, did you kill this person when you disappeared? No, I, I went, I was in the court. They summoned me to court. You had the magic summons to the court? Yeah. That's no. not good. It's a real big pain in the ass. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this trial's been publicized. Maybe that's why everybody's... Can we even go into town with you? Maybe we should put a disguise on him. Shave off your mustache. Well, I mean... I mean, I'm sure... I'm Let's sure not I'll get, get crazy. It will, <laughs> it'll be no big deal. Uh... So wait, are you, are you wanted for arrest right now? Actively? Uh, well, I have my court date, and... Um, they know I'm coming to town, and I'll be there, and... Are we in trouble? Do we need to strap you to Uli's back with Emery? No, no, of course not. Well, I mean, it would be nice not to walk anymore. But... <laughs> What's em- it called, Emery though? is actually just sleeping on you now, Uli. <laughs> He's getting too comfortable. It's weird. <laughs> Bert, I don't see what the issue is. Um, it sounds like we just need to murder these people that are trying to do this to you. Well, that... Shouldn't be uh, course of action number one, I don't think. Um, we'll see if it comes to that. It's in the top three, though, is it not? Uh, you can't go murdering people in Tildry because then you have to be in the courts. It lasts years. It's just an awful process. So. Are, are we going to get arrested because we're friends? Uh, I mean, whatever. No. In fact, you're my, you all are my alibis, Al- I guess. Alibis. What do, what, do I have to tell someone where you were? I wasn't watching you the whole time, but... <laughs> Yeah, you did definitely go to the bathroom a few times. At that moment, you all hear a clap-a-tap, clap-a-tap, clap-a-tap of a, uh, a horse fast approaching. Um, 
you all see a uh, magnificent uh, person, a, uh, a tall woman uh, in a layered dress. Um, and she's wearing like a leather armor on top over a dress. Uh, she's got a uh, short sword on one side and a dagger on the other. Um, and she's got this kind of dark, uh, huge curly hair. Um, and she looks down at all of you. And uh, Holly, you instantly recognize one of your favorite people in Tildry. This is your guildmaster. Her oh. name is Margot Bingo. Margot Bingo! What? <laughs> um, she uh, rides up alongside you and uh, gives a little glance backwards as uh, she rides past all of you. And then all of a sudden she kind of circles around with her horse in a huge circle and reapproaches you and she says, Holly Hyacinth! Margo, how are you? It's so good to see you alive, Holly. Well, of course I'm alive. I just went on a little a little trip to the coast. Ah, oh, we never know with you. And she uh, kind of like leans in and just like puts her forehead against yours for a second. It's so good to be back. How have things been? I'm afraid not great, Holly. And uh, we could use you. Hmm. What's been going on? Have you heard about Mina? No. Her shop was burned down. Oh, no. We think we know who did it, but we can't act until we're sure. We're having a meeting tomorrow night, the whole guild. You need to be there, you understand? Of course, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Normal meeting place? Normal meeting place at the guild house on the river. Sounds good. I'll be there. Fantastic. I'm so glad I ran into you, but I have to ride ahead. I'll see you, though, tomorrow? She uh, smirks at you and gives you a nod. It was really nice to run into you, Margot. Um, she, uh, she winks <laughs> and, uh, she rides off on her Clydesdale. Is that your girlfriend? No. Oh. She's kind of like my boss, but my coworker. Bert that whole time was like hiding behind Tibio's robes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the rest of your travel for this day, um, goes on pretty much like that. Um, Holly recognizes some patrons, um, some fans, um, but not very many. However, everybody seems to have some passing interest in Bert, some more than others. Doesn't seem to be specific to any kind of person, but everybody seems real into Bert for some reason or another. Man, I wonder what the news is around this trial. I feel like I don't, I know, I've been gone a couple weeks and I barely know what's going on. Is there some sort of bulletin or Mm, something where we could find out why everyone is so interested in Bert? We definitely can uh, stop by one of the newsstands, but the fastest way to get news is to head to my favorite juice shop. <laughs> Dope. Juice bar. Called? It's called Live Life Love Laugh. <laughs> God. The old uh, 4Ls, huh? Yeah. It's called 4L Juice Bar. <laughs> oh my God. Suburban moms love it. The, uh, the sun is kind of going down, or uh, is close to anyway. It's sort of that magic hour. Um, for a while now, you've been following a long, shallow irrigation ditch. Uh, you are now in the uh, sort of farm district of Tildry. Uh, in the last light of day, you see a, a cozy farmhouse surrounded by warm-looking lamps. Um, and you can see uh, heads of lettuce uh, the size of wagon wheels. Uh, the, the crops here are out of control, huge. You can see one of these vines on the ground is actually flexing and throbbing. Mm, that's new. 
what have they done to these plants? Um, as you uh, as you round a bend in the rows of crops, you see what looks like a grapevine, uh, but also flexing and kind of flailing on its own. And then when you look up at the farmhouse closest to you, you see a young child being held upside down by a vine wrapped around its foot. Holly is going to run up and, you guys, we need to help him. Are, are you okay? <laughs> you just kind of hear this like, <laughs> How high up? Uh, only like five feet off the ground. Okay, I just grab the ankle and like yeah, separate. You like you uh, you you grab the kid and like you're you're, the, you're kind of fighting the vine for control. So you've got the other leg of the kid, or do you have the one that's wrapped? I have the one that's wrapped. This thing is like whipping you around like you're trying to like ride a bull or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a uh, a strength save, I suppose. Nine. Uh, yeah, so actually, uh, you get kind of uh, tossed to the ground, and uh, the kid gets raised a little higher into the air. The epicenter of this thing of all these vines is a watermelon the size of a wagon that seems to be controlling all of these vines in the field. Young young man, is this normal vine behavior? Uh, 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 kind of. It's not abnormal. Do your watermelons usually grow this big? If I can help it, yeah. <laughs> um, do but- you want help? Yes. <laughs> um, Holly's gonna try to just um, she's gonna try to stab the vine with her dagger okay. just to like poke it at the base where it's whipping them. Yeah. So she gets in there and she's just like step, step, step. All right. Yeah. You you start to kind of like stab at the vine and it begins to fray a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's gonna keep working on it. Um, I'm going to look for the vine attached to the child and trace it back to the watermelon. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then try to chill touch it okay and i'm i'm gonna be trying to like grab him as he flies just by. snatch him yeah <laughs> okay all right yeah uh what does it need to chill chat chill touch it's a ranged attack that's good dice sounds. sounds that's good sounds pepe you like the dice sound pepe <laughs> what, what's our kid's piezo. 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 piezo piezo he bring me the dice <laughs> oh the dice are too loud papa <laughs> <laughs> okay Nat one. Okay. What a night. This is our, I believe, second natural one chill touch uh, that you've had. Uh, the first one was attempting on Emery during a grapple. And oh. correct. Yeah. Um, so this is just the spell that. Nice. Yeah. It the, the Always spell goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. You've never cast this correctly. It just I hurts keep you. Trying. Yeah, I think you're just gonna go a little like hypothermic, and uh, you see some uh, ice like develop between some of your joints, and it causes you to stiffen up a little bit. Mm. You know. Meanwhile, Holly's hacking. Yeah, and uh, Holly, uh, eventually, you're able to cut through this vine, and uh, you you set the kid free, and Uli, you're able to grab him Snatch. as he falls. Yeah. And uh, you've got this uh, young child about Maisie's age or so uh, is sitting oh, in your arms. We need to get you guys some weapons in Tildry. Holly's like exhausted. <laughs> what does this kid look like? Um, he's got uh, like a mop of, of blonde hair between like 10 and 12, somewhere in there. Human kid? Human kid, okay. yep. Um, snack, I need you to make a uh, contested grapple. Snack gets a five. Okay, uh, you are grabbed by a vine and hoisted high into the air. <laughs> what is this? Set me down, creature, and I start shooting uh, eldritch blasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, just kind of careening off into the night. Yeah. 
don't worry, Snack. I can, I can help. And I um, reach up to try and grab the vine at like the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And I want to use chill touch again. Okay. <laughs> Creaky cold limbs. Yeah. Creaky, I'm just like. <laughs> Determination. That's over 20. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that hits the vine. Finally. Yeah. That's a 22. Cool. Go ahead and roll damage on the chill touch. Six. Yeah. Plus it's better than a D10. Seven. Damn. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say the entire vine uh, freezes over and uh, and just kind of like splits in three different places. And uh, Snack, you you drop back into the soft earth here. Oh. I'm jumping up and down a little bit as much as a skeleton can like jump kind of yeah. rattly. Yeah. And I'm going, I did it. I did it. I finally cast Jill Touch. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you, Uli. I'm very proud. Uli, the child in your arms says, don't hurt Franklin. <laughs> who the hell is franklin he points at the watermelon it's a that's a watermelon kid that's they don't have names you see tears in his eyes oh i yeah okay sorry i won't touch franklin <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile snack is snack is ripping apart the tendril that grabbed him or yeah. like the vine or whatever just like chewing it up and yeah. thrashing it yeah yeah <laughs> i got i got bad news about what happens to watermelons kid <laughs> uh the child looks at you in uh in a like you can put me down now sort of way uli i pat him on the curls your plants are really uh not liking people huh yeah just uh once they get to a certain age or a certain size they um they get a little rowdy sometimes it seems dangerous uh are you, are you gonna be okay here that's fine. I, I mostly had it under control. I, I probably could have soothed him, but um, cutting some of the vines works just as well. I think it's about time anyway. What do you, why do you need it to, to be so large? Why would you want it? This, this is too big. I don't understand why you would need a watermelon so big. We're a small farm, so we, we grow boutique uh, crops. Specialty stuff. But it's a watermelon. Um, who, who are you guys? Um, no, no need to, to speak more. Let's go. Okay, everyone's good. Holly's like ushering Bert off. <laughs> Wait, no, I think I know him. No. Haven't we met before? <laughs> and uh, this kid walks up to you, Bert. Uh, I don't know. You ever enter one of these at the Tildry Fair? We have, actually, and we've won before. Uh, maybe I talk to you then. I, I, don't, I don't know. It could be it. He, uh, he actually walks in a circle around you, Bert, just kind of like eyeing you up and down the entire time. Well, well like she was saying, we... Uh... We gotta be on our way here. So. No, I think I. Yeah, this is this is Bart Feathersport. <laughs> That's right, I'm Bart Feathersport. Huh? You remind me of somebody that my dad works with at the Tildry Times, or worked with anyway. But we were supposed to be allies. You told me your name was Bart. His name is Bart. It's been Bart what? the whole time. What is this deception? No, you just misheard. Mm. It's okay. We'll settle this later, Snack. <laughs> Uh, you hear a voice call out from the farmhouse and say, Dinner's ready! Holly's stomach grumbles do loudly. I, do I recognize that voice? Uh, um, I don't think you do. Dinner? Oh, man. How much further to town, kid? Um, Not very, but I don't think you're getting in tonight, and security's been bad. Uh, Dad can't even work some days. Do you know where would be a good place for us to camp for the night or find some... Nourishment? My stomach also grumbles. Says, uh, you can probably stay here. I think Mom probably cooked a lot. Probably too much. Is the food gonna try to kill us? Uh, he starts running towards the house and he says, Mom! (laughs) Bart, you need a disguise. 
uh, if his dad's who I think he is, I think you'll see right through it. Hmm. It'll probably be okay. Well, let's go get some food. There's no use hiding. We're not the criminals. And Bert says he's innocent anyway. So That's right. Uh, as you all kind of uh, walk towards the front of the house, uh, you smell this like heavenly, like savory aroma kind of waft out and like the warmth of a indoor fire along with it. Um, yeah, kind of like causing you all to take a, a simultaneous deep breath. Um, and you see a, a woman standing uh, in the uh, doorway um, uh, and she's kind of hugging the young boy. Um, she says, what happened out here? Franklin get a little rowdy. And uh, the boy says, yeah, I think we might have to put him down before it's time to show him off at the fair. He's a little too dangerous. And she says, oh, well, that's too bad, but there's always others, right? And uh, he runs inside to get washed up for dinner. And she says, Nook says that we have some dinner guests. Is that right? Nook? If, if it would not be an imposition, ma'am, we would... Not at all. We've made plenty. I'm happy to have all of you. Are you new to Tildry? Not all of us. Some of us are new to Tildry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I'm Holly Hyacinth. You may have heard of some of my colleagues. Holly Hyacinth! Really? Of course. Yes, yes, I've heard of you. Oh, well, it's uh, nice to meet someone who knows my work. But, um, yeah, we just got back into town, and uh, I have some new friends, and we were almost back to town, but uh, your son sort of uh, needed saving and then kind of also invited us to dinner. I'm so sorry if we, oh, you know. Diddy, did he? Uh, I feel bad I wasn't watching, um, but Nook knows his way around plants. I'm sure he's fine. Um, thank you so much for helping, though. We certainly owe you dinner at, at least. Did we do you a disservice? Are you trying to get rid of your son? Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't think that at all. You, I, I see that plant is clearly dangerous, and he was out there playing with it. We sometimes do this as kobolds to get rid of the kobolds we don't like, so <laughs> oh. I thought I recognized Oh, that. dear. No, no. Oh, okay. uh, um, Nook is just ambitious in his, in his uh, magic, I suppose. I, I see. Well, if you change your mind. Yes, I'll let you know if I change my mind. Okay. But to be clear, I, I, my mind is that we like our son. Mm, I see. Well, please come in. This is getting more awkward by the minute. <laughs> Holly um, uh, walks in and she's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Tibio tries to make his cloak a little bit bigger by putting his skeleton arms on his hips and mm-hmm. then lets Bert walk behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Tibio walks in looking very normal. I walk in like torso sideways, head the other way like <laughs> like a model yeah i still have a man <laughs> <laughs> this is normal Maybe we should do something about that. i'm uli and this is my backpack emery <laughs> um, uh, so as you're all kind of uh getting comfortable and setting down here you can see that that uh nook is setting the table and wondering how many are gonna be joining you and um yeah i take him off my back you, and you, you, set him down. you shrug off emery and he says um so, what are we doing here? We're having dinner, Emery. Emery, do you want some food? Yes. All right, now <laughs> sit quietly and eat. Sorry, he's our prisoner. He says, I... <laughs> I, I can't move my arms with this rope. Uh, Uli will feed you, it's okay. N- n- sure. <laughs> Please, you can trust me for a few minutes. I, I don't. I never trusted you. Yes. <laughs> to feed him oh that's so he like he won't open his mouth for the first bite i um 
grip his jaw and like put pressure on it so it opens like how you make someone Here take it comes a the airplane emery <laughs> what is this airplane open the fantasy Just hanger nah, he hesitantly <laughs> opens his mouth um, good job emery i'm so proud of you uh so you give emery a couple bites and they finish setting the table for the rest of them uh on offer is uh bread beef uh fresh uh vegetables and fruit and then like an onion and cheese soup and it's all fantastic and home cooked and uh and it um gives you a kind of uh, warmth that you haven't felt in a good long time since that brunch and is next dad here plate. <laughs> uh yeah so uh nook's father is at the table um and uh, you do recognize this person, Bert, and it starts a sudden cascade of panic. Uh, his name is Milhouse Barrow. Uh, Milhouse, uh, you know he works for the Tildry Times. Uh, he's an editor for the agricultural section. What you just put together, though, is his last name. Milhouse Barrow, father of Samantha Barrow, recently murdered. Oh. This is the trial that, uh, or this was the reason that Brax was initially on trial, was for the death of Samantha Barrow. Right. Brax was found guilty and okay. was yeah. dealt with as such. And now you're next on deck. Okay. Have we seen each other yet? Yeah, you've seen each other. Millhouse has no reason to connect you to Samantha or to Brax or anything. Okay. Holly's sitting down, getting ready to tuck into the food, and she's just like, wow, what a nice place you have. I love how you've decorated. It's just really beautiful. And this food is amazing and she's just like complimenting and like chit-chatting with the mom or whatever and yeah just making nice i mean and we, like the we, tension is just like well, building <laughs> we hate to be trouble though i mean this is this is a lot of food uh we can't really be no oh right? i'll eat what you don't please please you uh you you saved our our poor nook here um and uh and uh we we owe you dinner at least and and definitely a place to stay yeah, there's no way you'd make it into Tildred tonight with security the way it is. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be so, so beautiful. nice. Yeah, that's Thank wonderful. You. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you hear from the other uh, end of the table, Don't I know you? What? Yeah, what? yeah. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, uh, oh, my name is Tibio. You don't know me. No, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure I don't know you, but... Uh, yeah, Wisherspoon, right? Wishers, yeah, yeah. That Engelbert, Engelbert, Bert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I saw a piece that you did a little while ago about uh, 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 those mixed work farmers that work in the city and in, in uh, out in the farms. Uh, that was a, sort of an exploratory piece, but. Us in the farming community, we really appreciated that outreach from the inner city. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that was that was a fun little piece I did. Yeah, you still you still working you still the ag editor? Oh yeah, yeah. Still at the Times. Um yeah, keeping up on stuff. Yeah, hey, haven't I seen your name in a couple places recently? Uh y- you know, I still get published every once in a while. Uh Well, I'll have to keep some eye out for you. It uh or don't, you know. There's lots of other great writers here in the city that you could also be looking out for instead of me. Nah, don't be so modest. I remember really loving your stuff. <laughs> what shucks. I heard that Holly makes the best clothes in Tildry. She does. That's true. Wow. If we're talking about real stars of Tildry, there's know one that. right here. There was someone who came all the way to Lamplight Landing where we were and asked for Holly's clothing. Lisa uh, is sitting at the table and she says, um, 
I'd be lying if uh, if uh, inviting you in wasn't a little bit of a ploy to get Holly on my good side. <laughs> Holly's just like, oh, no, I mean, it's my honor to be here. <laughs> well, it's n- nothing to say of, of your store, Holly, of course, but, n- you know, something of yours is, I don't think, anything I'd be able to afford. Well, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about... Um, trying to meet the needs of, of more people um, and expanding the business into lines that would help just the everyday worker because that's truly what I am and what I started as. So um, if you have anything specific you're looking for, let me know. Cause oh, God. Influence. If you could make uh, farming overalls that could turn into pajamas at 7 p.m. <laughs> mm, I love that. I definitely could do something like that. That, I'm telling you, Holly, it's a gold mine. I'd oh. take a pair too. I might have to come back for a a little more research. This is great. Thank you so much. Uh, most of the time, uh, snack uh, Nook is sitting across the table from you, and he's just staring directly at you the entire time. How are you handling your silverware and things? Oh, I um, am y- y- delicately using my claws, basically. I see. I, yes. I watched Holly before. So. Yeah. So like one finger at a time, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like skewering your food. Yeah. 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 Amazing. What is it, little one? And uh, he's he doesn't say anything, but he's staring at you, and he just, like, sticks his finger through a cantaloupe and, like, puts it in his mouth. <laughs> and he's just, like, copying you and doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least you have good manners. And no wonder your mother wants to keep you still. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he kind of leans in close, and he goes, Is that a magic lamp? I, I move my uh, cloak aside and um, dart my eyes back and forth. and Yes, yes, it is. And you hear Lisa say, magic lamps aren't real, sweetie. Anyway, Holly. Blah, 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 blah. What? <laughs> they are too. They are real. And uh, Nook is staring back at you, and he's just intently, like, slowly nodding up and down. <laughs> and he's like, will you show me? Mm, of course, yes. Uh, we don't do magic in the house, Snack. We are guests. Is this true? I look around the room. Lisa kind of nods, and she's like, um, yes, no magic in the house, please. I see. Um, um, little one, we must go outside. And I uh, scoot out my chair and start walking out the door. Nook says, can I be excused? And the Lisa just kind of like waves her hand at Nook, just get out of here. She, she doesn't care about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the two of you uh, head outside and uh, Lisa continues talking. Well, we've got a couple of uh, uh, extra rooms um, that you could use to stay in. Uh, we're happy to have the company. Oh, that's very kind of you. Oh, we couldn't intrude on you. This is so nice, but... Uh, oh, please, please. It's it's good to have people for, around. Yeah, it's okay. We need a place to stay for the night, so let's take so up on this. T- two extra rooms, huh? Well, yeah. Great. All right. Well, then, now that that's settled, tell me more about your ideas for some clothing designs. Okay, so... Uh, and then uh, outside... Um, Nook is just kind of like staring at you and he's like, okay, so how, how do you do it? Well, I, I can't show you everything because um, Genius uh, resting. He just ate a curse that was uh, inhabiting a, a deep cavern crystal, but I can show you some things. Snack, Snack where did you go? We need to go a little further out. Snack. He says, uh, Snack. wake me up later. We can do it later. Of course, yes. <laughs> Snack, oh, there you are. What is it, Tibio? We should get our rooms ready for the night. Mm, are we sleeping inside of this abode? Uh, yes, Snack, we are. Okay. 
You guys hear Emery on, uh, kind of sitting on the couch that he's been sort of relegated to. He says, <laughs> where am I supposed to sleep? Couch looks good. <laughs> I, uh, I, he can stay with me, I guess. Let's give him some cushions in the girls' room. He can sleep on the floor. And Holly, um, Uli, uh, will you pick him up and then I'll grab, is it okay if I grab a couple of these cushions here from the couch? Oh, sure, sure. Please use whatever you need to. Great. Thank you so much. Are you sure you're fine with him in there? Um, probably a little better off than you guys, because uh, like all the go- guys are really little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got him. We're all like, what? <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm strong. Emery's got plenty of space to be a little bit apart from you in all your private, separate, or I guess semi-private rooms if you're just sharing two. Can I, can I guess whose room I'm staying in? Yeah. The former occupant. Yes. There are some, some signs that this uh, this room was kind of like built with somebody's taste in mind, but that a lot of the belongings have been sort of cleared out of here. Beck, oh, why, why are you so uncomfortable here? I I can't tell you yet, Tibio. I think you'll find out soon enough. Does this have something to do with why you are being summoned to court? Yes, but this family cannot know about it. Absolutely not. Okay, well, we will only be here for one night, and then we will be moving on. Good. Does Emery snore really loud? (laughs) Yeah. um. Emery and Uli, like, compete for snoring. (laughs) And I'm just like... Holly does uh, not sleep that night. They actually... uh, Uli and Emery actually harmonize when they snore. (laughs) Um. Beautiful. It's like we were made for each other. Um, so in the middle of the night, um, while you're all sleeping, um, two things happen. First, um, there's a knock on whatever door Snack is behind. Um, if, if Bert and Tibio are sleeping, I will um, climb out of the room and go to the door. Okay. Give me a perception check, Bert and Tibio. With disadvantage, because you were asleep. Sleeping perception. Yeah. Sleepception. Sleepception. Oh, <laughs> Uh, 11, I think. Six. Okay. Snack, can you give me a, a stealth check? 16. Sorry. Silent lizard. Um, <laughs> TB was very sleepy. You, uh, you creep out of the door and you see Nook in the hallway and, uh, he's just wearing like a long gown and he says, uh, he's like, can you show me? Yes, of course. We must go outside. And, uh, kind of like as you're walking together, like he's showing you how to like tiptoe and like what boards to step on in the kitchen so that doesn't creak. (laughs) And then he shows you like, you're about to open the front door to leave. And then he like shows you this like little bell that his mom fashioned to like let her know when the door is opened. And, uh, he like shows you how to hold the bell while you open the door so that it's silent. (laughs) And then you both step outside together and he says, okay, make with the genie. Okay. I think it has been long enough. Um, quickly over here and we dart over to under a tree, I imagine. Sure, yeah. And then uh, sit down and then I circle the tree a couple times looking for anyone watching. Yeah. And then I open the lamp. Okay. Yeah, there's nobody nearby at all. And uh, yeah, you open the lamp and you see, um, you can see when you look into your lamp, you can see kind of like a a miniature version of your room and Jeannie's door. And uh, what do you say? Jeannie. Yes, Nick. Are you... Are you well and good now? I'm feeling quite all right. Do you need to speak with me? Uh, need is a strong word. Um, I'm there. And he, uh, <laughs> he like bursts out in like a big display and he sends a couple like radiant fireworks up and he says, Snack, I feel like a million units of currency. 
Jeannie. That is wonderful, Jeannie. You did such an awesome job consuming that last curse. Uh, here we have a small human child that ah. is interested in our bond. Small boy, how can I dazzle you today? A couple of magical happenings, a couple of magnificent meanderings. What can I impress you with? Uh, Snack, I assume you've brought me here as some sort of uh, clown show, yes? <laughs> um, I, I look at the boy and uh, kind of read him as um, mature enough for some cool clown stuff, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he Jeannie, like, brushes a, a hand kind of, like, against his bald head, and you see some, like, cloudy hair form as he does it, and then it, like, slicks back, and he says, right, cool, man. <laughs> and he says, hey, kid, you like swords? And all of his fingers turn into blades, and you can hear this, like, <laughs> yes. as he kind of, like, dazzles you and uh, and swirls around you, and he says, what about this tree? Or is it candy? And he snaps his hand and the whole thing turns into peppermint and it starts like raining some peppermint candies on the ground. And he's like, tell me, am I the most impressive genie you've ever seen? Snack is darting around ripping up grass and stuff on all fours like <laughs> Yes. And all the grass is turning to confetti as it falls back to the ground. And, uh, and the kid just picks up a peppermint, eats it, and he goes, am I, dr- am I dreaming? No, this is magic, little boy. I want a genie. Well, you can't. Uh, I have genie. You may find your own, though. Oh. Just wander in some dark caves. Be careful, though. There are driders and kobolds. Evil kobolds, not like me. He just says, wow, yes. dark caves. Yes. You must venture f- places that no, your mother does not want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nook, Nook looks you dead in the eyes and says, understood. <laughs> And he says, Snack, I think that's enough influencing for one night. Let me leave you with this fantastic grand finale. And uh, he, um, he, uh, he actually does like a deep snort and he says, Hatui! And he spits into the air and it starts raining down this orange and purple, uh, this, this rain that comes down in these vibrant streaks of light. And uh, you can see Nook just kind of look all around him with these big dazzled eyes <laughs> as it rains into his crop fields. And he's just kind of looking at all the magical potential that it's just been sown with. <laughs> and uh, when Genie recedes back into his lamp, he looks at you and he says, Incredible. <laughs> I think we must rest. You know, you have much adventuring to do, both of us, don't we? Uh, he just kind of nods and is still in awe as you guys kind of trace your path uh, back into the house. Um, Can we do a scene in the bedroom? Yeah. Um, first, I want to make... Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, what kind of scene? Tibio is very young. <laughs> I want to make sure I understand the trial situation yeah. so samantha was murdered and yep. brax was uh Bra- tried for her murder yes and convicted yes i mean convicted yes and and executed s- sentenced to die yes okay is he dead yet uh you believe as so far as, I believe yep. as far as you know yeah, brax yeah. is dead yeah okay and then i'm also also on trial for you samantha's. are on trial for the death of brax minnow from your perspective, you know that something is wrong in the courts because you're because you're was... somehow on trial for Brax. Yeah, so I yep. extra know I didn't do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bert is lying in his bed and he is crying. Okay. And I guess Tibio can hear. Yeah, I. Uh, Tibio wakes up. Bert, Bert, are you okay? Wait, did something happen to Snack? Is Snack gone? Is Snack dead? 
Oh, Tibby. No, I, I think I heard him sneak out. He's oh. probably showing his lamp to that kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what is wrong? Uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, but Bert, you are my friend. Of course I worry. Oh, well, it's just... Do you know whose room we're in, Tibio? I look around, and I see maybe some hints of, like, femininity or... Yeah, I mean, you see, like, um, some decorations that are still on the wall, and then you see a bookshelf that's been mostly cleared of books and belongings. Uh, I, I think this was someone's bedroom, but it looks like they moved out. Yeah, it's, it's their daughter, Samantha's. She's, she's dead. She died a while ago. Oh, that's so, that's so terrible. And a friend of mine, he was accused of killing her, which he didn't do. And now I'm accused of killing him, which I didn't do. So the, the person you are supposed to have murdered was your friend? Yeah, and being here in this room, I can't help think of the whole situation and they have no idea who I am, and uh, it's just a mess. We should have never came back here. Well, I think that the best you can do for them is to find out what really happened to their daughter. They must know the truth, Bert, and you are the only one who can help them. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's right. I can still help them. It's not too late. It's never too late. Uh, Thanks, Tibio. Don't tell anyone about what we talked about. Of course, your secret is safe with me. You guys see the uh, door opening to your room, and Snack makes eye contact with both of you. (laughs) I needed to go find a pillow elsewhere. Okay, Snack. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Uli and Holly both kind of wake up with a start when you hear a small crowd sort of (gasps) chant shouting. Um, not too far outside, and you can see sort of the glow of firelight between cornstalks uh, out in the farm fields, but you can't quite see what's going on. But it sounds like some kind of festival, but a little more chaotic. It shouldn't be all Hallow's Eve yet. And Holly's like rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. <sighs> it seems a little early for something like this in what? town. What? What is that? Look it out here. And she parts the like flowery thin curtain and mm. just is like, what's going on? Is something on fire? And uh, you hear like a, some soft um, kind of uh, drumming going on, uh, almost like a, like a rhythmic drum circle. And then at the end of it, you hear like a go. And then you hear like a little bit of like whistling and cheering. And then you also at the same time, every now and then, you can hear somebody calling for help. Mm. Mm. Um, I go into the hallway and go over to their door and knock. Uli! Holly. Holly goes over and opens it. She's like, oh, I woke you up too. Uh, did you see this? There's something out there. There's fire or someone who's calling for help. I thought it was a party, but now I don't. I don't know. Well, we're not going to get any sleep now. We might as well go check it out. <sighs> yeah. Holly's going to pull on a shawl and like some boots and stuff. And- <laughs> Bert and Snack are awake too. We should all go together. Oh, go plan. Um, as you guys are leaving the farmhouse, uh, Emery is, like, asleep on the couch, still tied up with a rock rope. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, like, sees you guys, and he's awake, and he's just like, where are you going? What's going on? Mm-mm. What's going Stay. on out there? 
I can, I can help. We gotta go check it out first. Mm. Uli, I could stay here with our prisoner and make sure he doesn't escape. That's, I think that's a great idea. Um, do you? <laughs> Why don't we all go? We're all going. Emery, you're going. <laughs> I put him on like a backpack. <laughs> uh, Emery, Emery looks like he's trying to not be afraid of the thought of being left alone with Snack. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, he becomes the uh, Uli backpack again. Um, and you guys uh, walk outside and, and uh, turn around the bend on the dirt road between the corn stalks. And uh, you enter onto kind of a chaotic scene. Um, there are bonfires burning in several places, hence all the firelight. Uh, and you see uh, two long rows of scarecrows, uh, but they all have watermelons for heads. Um, and you can hear someone shouting for help that's like apparently buried beneath a, like a huge pile of hay. And you can see an overturned wagon in a ditch uh, with one of its wheels kind of spinning. And uh, so, I mean, it looks like something very wrong has happened here. Uh, but there's also like a small crowd of people that are gathered here uh, with a half-orc at the front of them. And uh, uh, another one, uh, another person is standing in front of these two rows of scarecrows with their arm outstretched. What is going on? This is like some sort of festival or something. I mean, I just, um, I'm not familiar with it, though. It looks really odd. Does the person need need help? There's so many people standing around. Yeah, why isn't anyone helping? I don't know. Should should we ask? I don't, we don't, we're not from here. Um, Holly walks up to someone nearby and just says, hey, what's uh, what's going on over here right now? What are you guys all doing out here? Uh, the woman kind of leans down to you and she's like, just wait, wait, he's about to go. And, uh, you see the person who had their arm outstretched facing the scarecrows, um, kind of like points out at, and sort of indicates to three of the scarecrows. And then that half orc says, go. And, uh, they like swipe their hand three times through the air. And each time they do that, you see a small arc of three little bolts, their magic missiles, uh, go straight towards the scarecrows and it goes pop, 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 pop. And it hits uh, nine of them, and they just kind of detonate. Interesting technique. Whoa. I think I know what's going on. I don't know why they're training in the middle of the night. What is it? Training? For what? The multi-magic triathlon. Big event here in Tildry. Uh, Brings a lot of people in. It's it's pretty fun. It's just magic? Oh, all sorts of magic events. Uh, You know, people showing off their magical might how they can attack and help people um the half orc starts walking towards your group we're gonna need you to clear out of the way oh i'm sorry i didn't realize we were in the way at all no it's no trouble we just need to keep this area clear it's kind of dangerous there uh <laughs> this next one uses a lot of knives oh god mm. is and, there uh, a place where we can watch uh just stand over there with the crowd okay you got it Jeez, whatever i guess hey uh, Uli? Um, Ulrich? Uli, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, I live here. This what? is where my farm is. It's really? You have... I... Yeah. I mean... I mean, I heard that you had a farm. I just didn't really... That's cool. Hey, how's it, how's it going? Good. I, I mean, I thought I'd see you sooner than I did, but you know, better late than never, huh? Well, I, you know, I'm just uh, living my life on my own. 
Well, is this one of your partners, like the Minotaur? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. This is, um, this is my old brother. No, we don't. Let's, hey, uh, what's that over there? (laughs) And then I (laughs) try and run away. Um, and, uh, you see, uh, Uli kind of goes into the crowd a little bit and gets lost and Ulrich kind of, uh, shakes his head a little bit and goes, huh. And he uh, looks back at this guy who's readied up a bunch of knives, and he says, All right, go! And uh, he kind of does the same thing, where this one takes three knives in each hand, goes, and hits three of the watermelons, or six of the watermelons in total. And uh, he says, You got any more? And he's like, I'm getting them out of my pockets. <laughs> he's like, All right, well, we got to work on that. And he kind of uh, regards your group again. He says, You're all traveling with Uli? Yes, we are her friends. Are you her brother that makes the beer? We have had some of the beer. It was very good. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I make beer, but it's not as good as Bent's. I'm sure that's what you had. Oh, yes, that sounds right. It's oh. very nice to meet you. Uh, are you from Tildry? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not from Tildry. Um, it's good to see that Uli's got friends, though. That's kind of amazing. Um, I hide behind a crowd person. <laughs> Uli is full of surprises. Yeah, I'll see. Um, she's wonderful. She is a hero. A hero? Really? When she's not blowing up docks. <laughs> blowing up docks? That Even was, more interesting. That was one... Th- four times? Only four. Uli, I'm gonna take this as a sign. Do you have any docks we need to blow up? In a sense, yes, I do. Uh, Uli, we're short a team member. For this? Uh, for this. Oh, right? no, no, no. no. I, I do it myself, but I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not like you. I don't have magic, Uli. Mm. I'm a farmer. I just coach. Then why are you involved? You've never had any sort of talent for this. Well, no, but I've got, I'm, I'm good with people. I've got rustic hospitality. It's a feat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, yes, I'm decent at that, but you know me and magic and we never got along because of it and I just feel awkward. It's not really my thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you just kind of want to breeze by, that's fine. I mean... Uli, I think you should do this. Wait, 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 what's the prize if you win the tournament? <laughs> He didn't know the prize. No. <laughs> five? Five. The prize is five. <laughs> There's five of Excuse us. Excuse me, did you say five? Five whole. Prize. <laughs> five whole prize. Uh, it's not like money or anything, and uh, this might not sound all that important to people that aren't from here, but you become kind of a celebrity. I mean, you get a medal, sure, and I'm sure that's worth something, but... For the most part, it just opens a lot of doors. And, uh, well, it it can bring a lot of attention to a cause. Does uh, fourth-level access to the Librarium Archives mean anything to you? <laughs> no. What, uh, is, what is the level or what is the Librarium? I only have third-level access. <laughs> I dreamed of having fourth-level access, of course. Just, I can't even get a library card. <laughs> Uli, I think you've got the skill set. Hey, don't make up your mind yet. Take a look. This one, uh, I think this is right up your alley, huh? It's kind of like breaking docks, except you're breaking docks that have been turned into scarecrows. But there's still wood. 
And he gestures to uh, two rows of scarecrows, and he indicates that uh, the goal is to just destroy them. Uh, If you can deal a lethal blow to the watermelon that sits atop them, that counts as a kill. Headshot. I mean, it sounds fun. Okay, fine. I guess I guess I... That's fine. I'll participate. Yay, Uli, that is so wonderful. Just, All right. But it doesn't mean I'm coming back. No, that's that's fine. And please don't tell mom and dad. <laughs> okay, I won't tell mom and dad. I just, I don't want them to know where I am. Oh. Right now. Still like that, huh? Yeah, I guess. I just, I'm enjoying doing my own thing. and. No, 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 no. you do you. I've I've asked plenty of you, but... If you mean it, I'd be happy to have you on the team. I trust you, and I, I know what you can do. I'll do it for you. Kind of turns around to the crowd and says, Hear that? And you hear like a, Hey! <laughs> In unison, all of them say, Hey! <laughs> and they do all sound to, like him. Do I have to prove myself? He kind of like nods to the 13 watermelon heads. Unless you want to try out one of the other challenges first. No, this sounds great. How much time do I have to complete this? Um... Quickest wins, so as quick as you can. Okay, so I'm going to... Everyone stand back. And I like crack my shoulders and my neck, and then I... (laughs) And then I like wind up like softball throw. Yeah. And I throw a fireball into the center of the first 20 feet of the scarecrows. Yep. The fireball goes off in tremendous fashion, and uh, all of these things just erupt into flame, and you can just see all these silhouetted scarecrows get swallowed up by the fireball. And uh, when it's finished, there's a bunch of, like, scarecrow carcasses and a few burnt sticks just sticking out of the ground. And uh, no watermelons whatsoever. None left? No, they're just gone. Yes. That was wonderful. How was that? Yay! Says, uh, that's a good tactic. (laughs) He uh, looks back at his crowd, and he says... Never thought of that. Let's not take them one by one from now on. <laughs> and they all just kind of like nod with open eyes. <laughs> I'm going to destroy this competition. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll save the rest for another day. I'm, uh, I don't want to take up all your spell slots or whatever. But um, Thank you. I only, yeah, I only have first level left. <laughs> Why don't you uh, come by uh, sometime tomorrow, maybe? Mm, yeah, which farm is yours? Uh, he points. Cool. That one. That. That, that one. <laughs> that farm. That one right there. That farm. That's my farm. That's my farm. It, it just says Ulrich's farm. Yeah. <laughs> Hovering above the farm. Well, all right. Uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Um, bye. Um, Emery, who has been on your back this entire time. Oh, my gosh. Says, <laughs> says I want to join. You gonna make a one-man team? I'll find people. Emery, you're still cursed. We can't let you free. It's not. It's not you. It's um. It's the curse. Emery, what if um if we are able to free you from this curse, then you can compete. How does that sound? Um. Well, you don't really get to decide, so it sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) As you guys are kind of uh, parting to go back to bed, now that you've realized there's really no threat here. Um, Ulrich uh, grabs you on the shoulder, Uli, and says, uh, Hey, there's something else. I've seen Ilya around a couple times, but she hasn't been interested in talking. Um, she definitely recognizes me, but I can't get her to say anything. I think she's, uh, I think she's turned her back on the family. That seems like Ilya. 
I'm just saying, don't be disappointed if you see her. Maybe just steer clear. I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Alright. See uh, you, bro, and I awkwardly punch him on the shoulder. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Uli.